Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. We've got Joe Florentine on the line. Joe, how are you? I'm wonderful, Michael. How are you today? I am great. I am great. We talked in the pre-show a little bit of how incredibly timely um, this talk is. Um, because you have a book, The Foundation of a Successful Life. And a key component in the foundation of life, from my perspective and my experience, is how you look at life, how you plan for it, how to be optimistic and look at things in a positive light instead of the negativity, which there unfortunately is no shortage of right now. So tell us a little bit about your backstory and then we can kind of dive into the book and, and the work you're doing and, and, and how it really ties into what we're all facing right now in the world. Well, I think, Michael, my kind of where I'm coming from and my story ties in very well to what's going on right now. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to go back uh, real quickly, uh, 11 years ago, uh, to the Great Recession, which uh, a lot of us experienced, right? So late 2009, um, that really had me, uh, brought me kind of to my knees financially uh, at that point. Um, I was, uh, for 25, 30 years, my whole career, I was, uh, you would categorize me as a house flipper. You know, so I want to bought a, a few homes, fixed them, sold them. I built some little condo buildings, some subdivisions, that sort of thing. Um, but when that hit, uh, you really had nowhere to turn. There were some things at that point that were really out of my control, and it was really what the what the market was. And it's funny that we're doing this 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 morning on October first because it was October first, two thousand and nine, eleven years ago exactly to this date that I had sold off everything we were working on. All during that time, all those losses, I had to subsidize from on an equity line in my house. I had done very well. I was living in a big, beautiful, multi-million dollar house, an equity line. And this is the day, 11 years ago, that I sold that home. So I'm 50 years old and I'm living in a rental now uh, with two kids in college. And I remember my net worth at the time was minus $120,000. And I'm telling you that story because... Um, I did something that most others didn't do. Most people went and put the blanket over their head that were in my business and didn't do anything and wound up going bankrupt and all the rest of those things. But since I was very young, I didn't have the opportunity to go to college for a few different reasons, but I was about 20 years old. Someone gave me a copy of uh, uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill's book that I'm sure most of you and most of your listeners are familiar with. As a matter of fact, I still have that book that is very date, as you can see the condition of it, right? So, and I had studied a whole lot of other self-help people. And what that taught me was uh, to always maintain a positive mental attitude toward things, that there was always something that I could do something about. So though I couldn't control the financial crisis at that moment of what was going on, what I could control was my attitude toward it. And that made really all the difference in the world for me. Um, <clears throat> things that weren't in my control. So I, what's funny is, so I was broke at that point over uh, through a couple of things that changed over a period of time. Uh, I was able to become usually successful in the commercial real estate business. So, um, so the adversity that that brought to me uh, 
buying, fixing, selling homes is equal to trading time for money, right? You're only as good as your last deal as the last deal that you did. The shift that I made, wound up making was over to bigger projects that was residual rental income from it. And today I have thousands of tenants paying me each and every month. Um, and I live the, the greatest life that I could ever expect, you know, at this point financially, which has really turned into giving me time to go back and give back to others. Hence the reason I, we wrote the book with my daughter, The Foundation of a Successful Life. We started a company called Success Cornerstone, which is dedicated to helping people lead a more successful life. But I think what's applicable, very applicable, is what I was doing back in 2009 that made all the difference. When I moved a couple of years ago uh, from uh, into what I consider my dream home that we live in now, um, I found a bunch of things <laughs> that reference back that. And what was going on in my mind in 2009, I would wake up every morning and I'm going to encourage all your listeners or anybody who's ever going through something. I started what I call a gratitude journal, which every day I wake up in the morning and write down all the things that I was grateful for. So this morning before we flipped, I got on this call, I, I pulled out that gratitude journal from this day 11 years ago. And what I wrote in there was, I'm so happy and grateful for Fran, that's my wife and the kids. They're really the best family I could ever help, uh, hope for. I'm grateful to be living in America where I could be anything I want to be uh, today. I'm grateful that God has given me the ability to turn my financial problems into a huge benefit. And I knew then that I'd be able to do, turn it into a huge benefit. And by keeping that attitude and keep on asking that same question every single day, what is it? What is this adversity or what is this financial trouble? How is this going to benefit me in the long run? And by asking that question every day, sure enough, the answer came through a string of different things that moved me over to buying apartments and storage instead of single family homes. And it's really created uh, a tremendous opportunity for me and a tr uh, tremendous residual income at this point. So um, that's kind of where I, I, how I got here to this point um, <clears throat> right now. Uh, what I did was no big deal, and I'm not saying this to that. You know, we have uh, thousands of tenants and everything else. I'm not saying this to because anybody should be interested in, in me personally. But what I was doing at that time uh, is the, is really the thing, and and really how this is applicable today. Um, that all of the political unrest, the coronavirus, the riots, every other thing that's going on can be so distractive, and as you pointed out early, so negative, it could just fill your mind. The conversations all day are nothing about that, are only about those particular subjects, it seems like, right? So <clears throat> what you need, what I'm, the advice that, I, that I'm trying to give to you, and we reiterate and go through a lot of these things in, in the book here, is you need to focus on yourself, on your own economy, not on everything else that's going on all the time, because it will drive you crazy. Right. Separate yourself out from all of this. You know, I hear people, uh, you know, oh, everything depends on the election. What's going to go on if this happens, if that happens. And, you know, it really doesn't matter if you're focusing on yourself. We all have our own beliefs. But if you're focusing on yourself and your own economy and your own family and doing good and right by everybody else, it won't make a difference. My business flourished under the Obama administration and flourished under the Trump administration. It had nothing to do with either one of those. What it had to do with was my mindset 
on what I was going to go out about and achieve and how to keep that positive every single day, no matter what's going on. So um, I think it's an important thing to try to separate yourself out from that each and every day and focus on what's important to you, not what's important to everybody else. Because if you're able to get there, this is a business call, so you're able to get there financially and meet your goals. You can then afford to go and give back to anybody that you want to. So um, I think that's just really an important point and something you could start doing today is writing down everything that you're grateful for and everything you're going to be grateful for in the future. I think it makes all the difference in the world. So. It's amazing that you keep a gratitude journal. I'm a big fan of journaling and it it helps you show growth. It also helps you show, okay, if I went through a challenging time and period and and you know what you experienced you know, a little over a decade ago was definitely challenging. But you can look on that for strength on how you navigated through it. It's 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 almost like an instruction manual or a recipe book. Okay, how do I make this? Or how do I deal with this particular situation? And in your journals, you documented how you did it. And also the the thing that you said about you know, being your own economy, basically, and not caring who is in the office, who the governor is, who the mayor is, doesn't matter. It's like you focus on being the best version of you and what do I need to do in order to reach my goals and dreams and aspirations? What I have to do it. I, I cannot depend on anybody else to do it. Yes, you can get assistance, whether it's through loans or advice or tips or leads on to be able to do the things you want to do. That's fine. But depending on, oh, if, if this person wins the election, then I won't be able to do that. Well, like the old Henry Ford quote, you know, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. You know, it's, it's, it's your belief. It's what do you think you can do? Do you think you'll be able to do the things you did? And on this date, back in 2009, you wrote down, you were going to do what you wanted to do. You were going to be successful again. You were thankful for your family and the experiences in life. And you knew that you had the strength to get through that financial period to be able to be successful. Fast forward to today. Happy anniversary. Um, you, 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 you prove exactly what it is. And it's, it, it's putting it out there. It's like believing in yourself. Do you know all the details? No, we... When we're trying to get to a destination that we've never been to before, like if we're going on a trip and we've never been to, let's say, West Virginia, okay, we've never been on that road before, we don't know what we're going to expect. We know what the end result is. We know how we're going to get there more or less, but there could be some detours along the way. But eventually, we know we're going to get to our destination, and we don't you know, have to worry so much of, of how we're going to get there on the I don't knows because it's a step at a time. It's you know every mile, every quarter mile, every foot. When you start doing those things and you just get that momentum, it's easier to pivot when you're moving instead of pivot when you're at a standstill with a blanket over your head, going, "Make this go away." It, you know, it, that's that's I, I'm fully on board with you on that, and it, it makes so much sense as far as living a life with a positive outlook. So let's dive into this book. So. Obviously, we know we know why you wrote the book. But what are some things in the book that um, that are in there that you think will really help people? I, my honest opinion, it's a timeless book. So, it, much like uh, Napoleon's book, 
this one's a timeless book because if people follow the guidelines in it, it's gonna you're gonna be set for life as far as how you navigate things, and you're gonna have so many positive things happening to you because that's the life you're living. It's just it, it naturally gravitates to it. So, um, what are some things in the book that you think will be really applicable for people to hear today, especially with all the things that are going on right now? Uh, we we start off the first chapter in the book is uh, defining what makes you happy, right? So a lot of people feel, I say you do a lot of uh, things on uh, burnout and that sort of, right? And a lot of people get burnt out, discouraged, exhausted, tired, because they're doing something, in my, this is my opinion, they're doing something that they really don't want to be doing, right? They're forced to do something. And our first chapter is the going down writing down a list of all the things that make you happy in your life. Uh, it can be places, people, things, careers, whatever it might be, and pursuing things in your life that make you happy. Um, that would be the, the first thing. And it, significantly, not what makes other people happy, what makes you personally happy. Because a lot of us spend our whole life trying to make somebody else happy, um, trying to make somebody else happy or live up to somebody else's standards. And we're all individuals, all born differently. And what makes you happy is different from what makes me happy. So if you can pursue the thing that you're happy with, uh, and if it's something we'll talk career-wise, then you're really never working a day in your life. I can't wait. I can't wait to get up in the morning and speak to more people about the foundation of a successful life and how we can help them live a more successful life. Um, so in the book, we cover the chapter one is happiness. Um, I wrote the book with my daughter, Erica. I'm, I'm not a writer, but she's a professional writer uh, and did a spectacular job with it. So uh, um, that was what she thought needed to be the first thing in the book. And I would agree. Um, next, we're talking about keep having a positive mindset. We talked about that a little bit before, but keeping your mind positive, not letting those negative things in life pile up on you. Um, I will almost equate uh, your mind is, is kind of uh, your thoughts in your mind, kind of like a river that comes to a fork. And if you're thinking negatively all the time, it continue, the water just flows to that negative side and very little gets down onto that positive side of the fork. And all you have to do really is start one simple thought and action at a time, kind of almost like a leaf or a stick starting to plug up that negative side and start to feed it down the positive side. And miraculously, things just start to happen and fall into place when you live with that positive thought and positive expectation of an outcome. Um, it's, it's, I, I am some, some days floored uh, at what's going on in my life with keeping that attitude and the opportunities and things that come to us uh, on, a daily, on a regular basis from out of nowhere. Uh, and, uh, you know, really couldn't be happier. So... The positive, uh, keeping a positive mental attitude, uh, goal setting uh, and setting a plan. You know, you just talked about, uh, you know, driving to West Virginia and you've never been there before, right? So when you got you to map it out, you have to uh, put a plan together. You have to have a goal to get there. But if you were driving from San Diego to West Virginia, um, you wouldn't keep, and that West Virginia was your goal, you wouldn't drive halfway hit, uh, you know, let's say St. Louis, Missouri, and then turn back around because you hadn't gotten there yet. You would stick to it until you got to West Virginia. And I think a lot of people with goal setting, it's the same thing. If you have a goal to get to a certain spot, you have to stick to it. You have to be able to overcome the hurdles, work around them uh, to be able to get where you want to be in life. So 
Uh, goal setting is a big thing. And I'm a big believer. Uh, this comes from Dr. Hill, Napoleon Hill's teachings. And what I've done my whole life is to write down my goals. Uh, I, I, I personally believe, not to sound uh, um, too over the top with it, but there is some magic in writing down the goals that you want. Um, you know, when I was moving, I told you about the gratitude journal. I did this every day. I happened to pull October 1st, 2009 out of here before. But I see October 13th, 2009, what I had wrote, there's only 13 days later. This is the goals that I had sitting on my desk way back then. This old post quote, I will have over $10 million in real estate and over $10,000 in monthly rental income by December 31st, 2015 and be debt free. And this is something that I looked at and stared at every single day back in those days. And we more than easily achieved that uh, at some point, even though at that particular time, it seemed to be an unrealistic goal. I wanted to set something very big and I'm pursuing go after that. So writing down your goals has some magic in it. And I still can't believe I'm still floored that I found these things a couple of years ago on what I was thinking back in 2009 during these crises. That was really the start of us putting together our business, which we call Success Cornerstone and writing the book. Um, really was that, that I was floored that these things were really going on in my life. Then. So uh, another chapter, turning hurdles into benefits for you. Um, I think I mentioned it before, but I think every time a little problem comes up or some deviation, something comes up, the first question I ask myself, I mean, don't get me wrong, there might be a minute or two or an hour or two that you're upset about the problem. But then I start to say, how is this going to be a benefit? How are we going to turn this into a benefit? How do we turn this into a benefit? And it can send you in a different, you keep asking that, miraculously the answer will appear. Sometimes it will come to you late at night when you're sleeping, when you first wake up in the morning. I, and all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, if we did X and Y and Z, it may be even turn out of a, even better. So that's another thing that we, we, uh, we have in the book. Being patient with yourself, uh, not being too crazy about, oh, it didn't work out. Uh, I've been at this for four days. I've been at this for two weeks and it still hasn't worked yet. Stick to it. If you stick to it with a positive attitude, I believe a firm believer in whatever your mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And if you're able to conceive something that you want to do or be and start to believe that it will happen for you, you're going to be able to achieve it. it takes a little bit of time. Sometimes it takes, uh, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's a year, sometimes it's five years, depending on your goal. Be patient with yourself, stick to it, and then you'll get to where you want to be. We get one shot at life, we're going to waste it uh, just uh, going around and around and around. I keep changing things. I would drive from San Diego to West Virginia, no matter what was going on. Right. So, uh, you know, some of the things, I mean, there's motivation, enthusiasm that we hit on a lot of other things, but those are some of the highlights, I think, in the book. You know, I, I can definitely, you know, tell that Napoleon Hill had a huge influence on, on you and, and the book and, and, and even on myself because, you know, I, I tell people, you know, to write down their goals and, and, and the, the power and the magic of it, I completely agree with it. I've done it myself many times and I look back and I go, how in the world am I doing this? You know, this is amazing. And it's not self-doubt. It's more self-amazement. Like, wow, that's amazing. And, and I tell people, if you don't write down the goals, and you said this too, and they're bouncing around in here, 
nothing's going to change. They're just gonna, they're just concepts. They're nothing's going to put in there. Write it down and you know make them big. You know don't don't say okay I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. Well okay that's chances are you know that's going to happen. Um, that's not really a challenge unless you do something today that prevents it. But go big. You know what do you want? It's your life. You know you design your life the way you want to, and when you do that, it makes such a huge difference in every aspect of your life, not just the little component. You know, you writing down those goals and having a you know deadline that you gave by you know 2015 and you more than hit them uh, tells you it's like, okay, that's great. And and you know the ripple effect that that has had on your life um, from every aspect of your life. And it's not just, okay, I'm, I'm a business owner and I own properties and I get rental income and residual income every month and I'm providing homes for people that can live. I mean, these are all great things, but there's so much more to it. You know, the, those you know those individuals that rent from you, they live in a place that is safe for them. And when you have a, a good home that you can live in and not have to worry about, that gives you the energy to focus on the other things that you want to do in life. So you setting out that goal has made it possible for all the people that rent from you to be able to live their life and do their goals. It's just, it's, it's gigantic, the impact that it has just from you writing down saying, this is what I want to do. And it's, it's amazing. And it's inspiring and it's motivating, you know, for me to even go back and like, okay, let's look at my goals. Where am I at right now? Okay. What do I want to do now? You know, and I write them down, but it's like, let's take a look at them and, and see, see what comes to mind. And, when you're operating in this state of being able to just plan and look forward to the future and be excited about those things, that is all positive. That means there's no room in your life for the negativity that's going on in the world. There's no shortage of negative things if you look for them. You can find them. That's not a problem. The key is to not look for them. You know, don't and I, I tell people, don't live in a cave. Don't not pay attention to what's going on in the world. But be really, really careful on what you consume, how much of it you consume, and focus your time and energy on things that are beneficial. And I'll give a personal story real quick. You know, just, you know, the time that I spent on social media because of my business and whatnot, you know, I've automated a lot of it, so I don't have to spend as much time. So that time, you know, lately I've been spending a little bit more in the stock market, and stocks are doing quite well. And it's because I'm looking at things and I'm enjoying it. Like, okay, what about this company? Okay, what's going on with this? What's the earnings? Okay, what's okay? How much insider you know trading has been going on? Is you know, buddy's stocking up. So, okay, if everybody's buying a bunch of stock, that means in all likelihood the stock's going to go up. So there's all the little indicators that I look at. And by no means am I a, a trillionaire in investments or anything like that. But it it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm investing, and why do you invest to make money? It's like, hey, what am I going to do with that money? Well, I'm going to go on trips or buy new equipment or do things that I want to do or buy gifts for people I love, whatever the case may be. So doing these things, again, is positive. It's energy. So and for everybody, it could be different. But look for those things in life that you enjoy doing and do them a lot. And believe me, your life is going to be so much better when you do so. I was no no doubt about that, and what the, the what the with the proper finances 
give you is the, the most important thing of all is freedom. You know, to be able to do the things that you want to do. You know, I'm uh, I'm truly blessed because I had my son took over my real estate business, so he runs the, the daily operation on it, and it's really flourishing because I've drilled into his head since he's a, a kid. You know, not to pay attention to everything else that's going on to a degree, but focus on your own economy, like we talked about before. And the business is truly flourishing, even through coronavirus. They're doing wonderfully, and I'm blessed because I get to work with my daughter on the Success Foundation, um, Success Cornerstone, and the uh, Foundation of a Successful Life book, uh, and a whole lot of other programs that we're uh, that we're putting together. So we aspire, we hope one day our goal with this is to get these principles taught in the public school system. And that's something that we're working on, and it would be wonderful if uh, 17 and 18 year olds were able to start to think this way right out of the gate before they got into uh, the nitty gritty of life, you know? so. Uh, so that's kind of where we're going with it. And uh, anyway, so. now that, that's beautiful. And I, I completely support that because imagine if high schoolers were learning these principles and applied them in life. And what that means is the likelihood of them being successful in life would be amazing. And not only that, the products and services that they come up with and create has such a positive impact on society. You know, I think about inventors and people that have risked their own financial livelihoods, you know, all kinds of things, put up everything to be able to build something that we as consumers commonly use today and is a part of our lives. You know, the equipment that we're using, the computers, the cameras, the technology, all of those things once upon a time were people that put their money together to launch something. And it could have been angel investors and other things too, but still people put their funds into this to grow something that is something that we all benefit from today. And that's the type of nurturing creation that we want to continue to have because we've had it since the beginning of time as far as creativity and learning new things. And that continues. We're not done. You know, there's so many more things that we can't yet imagine that are going to make our lives better and more enjoyable in life. We just have to make sure that we create the Petri dish for the people to be able to do the things that, that they can do. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Help them live a more successful life would be wonderful. And uh, we're trying to, uh, I think we have the first uh, pilot program going with this, uh, hopefully at the uh, high school by where we live in New Jersey. Here. So uh, I would love that to be a, uh, a, a course uh, that, High school students are able to take, we, we developed a whole course behind the book as well, but mm -hmm. uh, for them to be able to take that and really we, we can make the, the next generation could, uh, could advance, uh, you know, uh, uh, in 20 years, what would take them 100 years if they were employing these principles in their mind. So it make, make society and the world just a better place for all of us. And that's what we're hoping for and setting out to do. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Joe, I've loved your conversation today. Where can people find out more about you, this book, and all this amazing work you're doing? Uh, you can go to our website is successcornerstone.com, uh, successcornerstone.com, and you can get the book there, or you can go get the book. It's the Foundation of a Successful Life by Joe Florentine and Erica Florentine. You can, of course, get that at, at, uh, at Amazon. So uh, the foundation of a successful life or put in Joe Florentine or Erica Florentine, you can pick it up there. And I really hope that uh, 
I really hope that everybody enjoys it and uh, you enjoy the book. And uh, really, there's some life-changing things in there if uh, if you're ready for it and ready to start to make a change in your life. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So Joe, thank you so much for, for everything, you know, for sharing your story, uh, for the work that you're doing now and everything that you've done in your life that's impacted so many. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much, Mike. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate having me on. Thanks for listening to the Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.